くぷつくいほもてないであがえてふがえふがるごまやなあきゃかいたいえこうきりきりないがかいパパレオきゃえけあいてれおきとうなたいまたちかおておらてならたたうかとは Now, my kitene punwa pahotanga otimata wai. Kia ora mai tatau katoa. Welcome to the Timata Wai podcast. Let's just let everyone know who we are. Tina k u i f a i a Tina k u i tina kaito katoa. Ko ria tomo ana takuingua. Nonga tika hunga nunga tipa hauera metiatia wakiti upokotika hau. I'm the chief advisor at Timata Wai. I grew up in. In Tiatiawa till I was young,、uh, you know, primary school, then moved to Rotorua. So I just want to do a mihi to Tiatiawa because they really helped me in my formative years. So that's me. Kia ora, tēnā koe whaia o te rā tēnā tātou katoa、uh, ko Marcel Pio tō kuengua he uri tēnei no te whakatohia no ngai te rangi no tūhoi me ki mai ngā kuri a whārei ki te hirau no mā tātua waka ahau.、Um, My name is Marcel Pio.、Uh, I hail from the streets of Oporteki、um, and descend from the Matatua canoe. I'm also a senior advisor at Timatawai, and Fiery and I、uh, represent the strategic policy team of Timatawai. Kia ora tato katoa. Ooh, she drives like she's from the streets of Oporteki too. <laughs> <laughs>、um, anyway. <laughs> Moving on, moving on. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to take it right to the top of the whānau.、Um, before we get into, get deep into what the strategic policy team does, we're going to talk a little bit about who Te Mātāwai are and what exactly we do. So, Te Mātāwai, I'm going to start with our vision. Its overall vision is to restore itself as the nurturing first language of Aotearoa. I'm going to start by also saying that Te Mātāwai is for everyone who exists on the continuum of real proficiency. What we actually do, we do a lot of things.、Um, we support and invest in kaupapa that happen on the ground. And by on the ground, I mean within our Māori. Communities within our iwi, within our hapu, within our whanau. We、uh, also charge the Crown with making decisions that are conscious of the fact that no tatau te reo Māori,、um, this taonga belongs to us. Therefore, we have primary interests in what its revitalisation looks like, use looks like, all of that. Yeah,、oh. so, so, because revitalisation isn't just about. Learning. It's not just about learning to deal Māori. Revitalisation is about feeling it and owning it and being a part of it in whatever part of the spectrum of proficiency you occupy. And so, what we have,、um, revitalisation, is, is a tip of the sword of trying to get away f- from colonisation because. We have a, a, a large portion of Māori、um, population who don't see themselves on the spectrum of, of Te Reo Māori. And they don't, for whatever reason,、um, they have lost confidence in their own sense of belonging to this group called Māori people. And so historically, we'd had iwi as, as the typical、uh, categoriser of who you are, where you're from, iwi, hapu. And now we have in our legislation, iwi and Māori, 
that reflects the the changing nature of what happened in New Zealand and the the disconnection that a large portion of our Māori population have had from themselves. And so, you know, revitalisation isn't just about learning. It's about being comfortable to be Māori and being comfortable to use te reo Māori because it's yours. And, and that's really hard. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit emotional, sorry, yeah. because um, if you can't see yourself in it, why, why would you put yourself in it? And, you know, when you said it at the beginning about that we're here for all people on that spectrum, it, if people don't realise they're already on the spectrum, they don't have to do anything to get on the spectrum, they are already on it, then they might f- um, then become to the point of feeling, I belong here, doesn't matter how much I know, I belong. And then with Te Mātawai support, they can progress along um, and so, you know, like we here in the Tuddy, where now um, investments team comes back and they've been experiencing uh, kaupapa that whānau and hapuri communities have been um, charging along with, and you've been to some of those, that we have someone who stands up in their marae for the first time they've ever stood up in their own whare and spoken into your Māori. It's like, that's mean. Is that a fully thriving te reo Māori vision? Not at the end, but until you have that, until our large portion of people have that experience of, I do belong, uh, this is my space, I feel safe here, I can do this, we aren't going to get any more shift. It's a really complex thing to yeah. articulate. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the best way to do it eh, is to talk about our own experiences. And what I've seen in some of the, the kaupapareo we invest in, we support, we enable as te Why, I, you know, I, I talked about us providing the space for Māori to support themselves in te reo Māori, but we didn't make the space and we're helping mm. them live into what is theirs. And that safety is so key to language revitalisation and it's an unappreciated component of it because we're not going to go anywhere where we don't feel safe and we're definitely not going to thrive there. And that's a big part of what Te Mātāwai yeah. does. One of the kaupapa that's there to my heart um, is uh, Tohekura. Koira uh, te kurareo o te We focus on language revitalisation, but there's a huge repatriation mm. movement happening within that. So te reo Māori has become the vessel to help people come home. And we have a particular whānau who have been coming to Tohekura for the last five years since its um, its inception. And they've progressively gotten bigger and bigger and they've come every year. And it's because of language revitalisation. They feel like the space that they've always belonged to, they feel safe enough That's to come back. That's something I can attest to. Just this morning, you and I were gearing ourselves yeah. up for this <laughs> podcast and trying to figure out how we can synthesise <laughs> the essays that we wrote every day with our normal cup of tea conversations yeah. in a way that's succinct and um, engaging for all of you listening to us. <laughs> it's our own personal experiences and the ones of whānau we see thriving like that particular whānau that make what we do so special. Te is about 
creating safety for the purposes of language revitalization and empowering Māori to charge and lead those spaces themselves. Yeah, it's it's absolutely mana motuhaki, I think, is is the phrase we often use at, at Te Mātāwai, in that we in the tari aren't making the change for whānau. Whānau and iwi and hapu and marae groups and hapuri, they're making the change for themselves. They know what's best for them, and that's something that our um, board always says, those closest to the challenges and the problems are also closest to the solutions and our job is to make a space and support them so they can come up with the solution that they need because how do we know what they need? They know what they need. I guess, you know, revitalisation is more than just learning. I just want to emphasise that it's more than just knowing te reo Māori. It's more than going to a class and learning that. It's, it's about been aware of how do I change my language behaviour. I've spoken English for 15 <clears throat> so years of my life, you know. How do I change my language behaviour? That's difficult. We know with any, how do I eat better? That's difficult. How do I exercise <laughs> better? That's the same with language. How do you change your behaviour? And you need to have the knowledge, but if you don't change your behaviour, your knowledge is just going to sit like a book. And, and language revitalisation is about communities. If you don't have a group of people around you, then what's the purpose? And and language revitalisation is about, especially for Te Mātāwai and Te Aukaipo if you're not using that as the normal with your children, with your moko, then they're going to start from the position that you started from. So how do you change that, the what you are transmitting to your children, so then what they start out with is at a higher watermark than what you started out with? And there's... It's, you know, those are the things that we do for language. But for us in particular, how do we change and make a, a system that values what we value? Mm. Uh, uh, you know, for a hundred and... I can't do my maths, but, you know, a hundred and something, 80 years or whatever, we've been in existence with a treaty partnership to some degree. People know the word, but they don't know what that means. But the prevailing perspective has always been from one side of the partnership. And so te mātāwai, you know, heaha te mātāwai is to, is to bring that perspective up to the equal value it deserves and then, for what us we specifically do, bring that up to the highest level with the ministers so that it flows down and creates an environment that supports our whānau. And they're, they're doing the most they can after work, in the weekend, but how else can we make it easier? Yes, we create spaces which enable autonomy mm-hmm. in the practice of, well, in, in uh, the revitalisation in so many ways. <laughs> but we also uh, charge our Crown partner with making decisions that are conscious of the authority we hold when it comes to anything that concerns te reo Māori and making decisions that don't um, affect detriment to what we're doing within our communities. You may or may not know that when the new legislation in 2016 came into being, that's the legislation te turimo te reo Māori that created te Mātāwai. And that legislation uh, used the conceptual framework of a whare where... You know, if you could imagine a normal tipuna whare, there's a little door at the, on the left-hand side. 
as you're looking at it, well, te mātāwai, in the conceptual framework, we occupy the mana whenua, tangata whenua side, as you would, because we represent iwi and Māori. And the crown, the partner, occupies the large side, um, te taranui. And so that house, whatever happens in that affects everybody in it. And what our particular role is, is to to bring clarity to how we could best live in this house for the purposes of kia māori ora te reo. And uh, historically, there's been um, everybody's driving, the Crown's driving to do their best, and mahi Māori, that's te mātāwai side, iwi side, driving to do their best. But, but if you're not careful, one side can drive some way and skew what's happening in the house. And so our our role at the moment, as we've evolved over the last five years, is to raise that to this is a house and what we do in this house affects all of us. So let's be a little bit more clear about where we're heading together. And and also, Te Mātāwai would also say that Te Mātāwai, Iwi and Māori occupy the Taraiti side. And so they are the Kaipupuri Te Māori o Te whare. So they have a special uh, invested responsibility for te reo Māori that the mahi, or that the Taranui side doesn't have, that the mahi Karona side doesn't have. They're there to support and, and do the most they can, but really it's do the most they can from the perspective of the people whose house it is. And that's, that's a struggle of authority for the Crown to realise. So if we don't know what the true picture is, but we're affecting it, how do we get to that position with Te Mātāwai to be clear uh, about well, what should we be doing? Because it affects, we affect each other, you know. Yeah, we are change makers. Um, and in this particular context, um, we charge the crown. Uh, we're trying to change the system mm. and um, so that it recognises our leading interest in Te Reo Māori yes. and so that it can make better decisions that don't affect detriment to what we're doing. But if we talk about partnership, sometimes good partnership is about leaving the partner alone to do their thing and drive what they need to in the way that they um, consider best. And we know what's best for our deal. Mm. And this is why, going back to the point that I raised about te mātāwai, te mātāwai doesn't run kaupapareo. Te Mātāwai supports iwi and Māori yes. to run kaupapareo. And, um, yeah, so at times you could say we're like, a, we're like the go, but the, yeah, yeah. the, the middle man yeah. <laughs> um, between the Crown and iwi and Māori. Um, and it's an amazing, exciting yeah. and dynamic place to exist in. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, scary sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you know how you say we are the go-between? Um can you talk about your experience with the bilingual signage, especially that event at Otorua? Tēnā So uh, one of the exciting things Te Mātāwai is working on in partnership with Hewaka Kotahi is bilingual signage. So <clears throat> we are... We have around 300,000 signs on our roads in our communities. And in terms of 
language revitalization, that's a huge opportunity to make te reo Māori visible and it's appropriate given that te reo Māori is the native language of Aotearoa. So we work, we've been working for almost a year with Hewako Kotahi mm. and um, I think it's fair to say that's one of the most exciting yeah. things we're working on because they recognise our leading authority and interest in language revitalization, and they don't just say it tika, they do it tika mm. um, in the way they've, in the infrastructure that's been built to support that goal of bilingualizing all signs in Aotearoa, in the uh, decision making, and in the authority that's been appropriately given to us as Timata, as Timatawa, as a representative of Iwi and Maori. Etiwi. Um, you might have seen uh, in around May the uh, unveiling of the Kura Bilingual School sign. This is the first, one of the first signs in Aotearoa that is now legislated to say Kura in school. And um, it's just a drop in the ocean, mm. uh, but it was a huge milestone for us. And what that, that actually looked like is the... Um, the unveiling event looked like was we went to Whangamarino School in Ngāti Pikiao and unveiled that with the Minister of Transport present, but more importantly, Te Waka present as well. And as we said, Te Mātāwai represent iwi and Māori, and at times iwi and Māori, they don't need us to represent them, they can represent themselves, and that was very evident on the day. And... Uh, I found myself extremely emotional there. Mm. Um, this is the uh, this is because of the work of the late Hawea Verko, who was a principal at Rotoiti School when I was at college in Oporteki. So I knew of this man. He first advocated. He was the very first in Aotearoa to advocate for Maori language on school buses. That's morphed into what we see now and that's this expectation that all signs in Aotearoa uh, reflect the native language of Aotearoa and uh, itai atu o nā mātua, itai uh, nā nui katoa o te arua waka ki te kaupapara i te whakahirahiratanga o taua uh, this was just a wedge that's breaking a huge tōtara tree and the tōtara tree in question is, being, is language loss and our language struggle and this programme which is progressing and pushing forward mm. This program will mature um, us to a place where eventually my tamariki and our tamariki, mokopuna, will consider stop signs, give way signs, uh, accident ahead signs, uh, those in, uh, those signs um, visible in te reo Māori, that's going to be a normality to them. So... Uh, E paki aturanga tai o mihi ki a kaitau, te arawa waka, te arawa tangata, uh, i tērā ekenga nui o tātou katoa uh, uh, o, te, o te reo kā mihameha, tēnā rā koutou katoa.
actually, Marcel, that, and you know, that's a that's a fantastic example of Tawai didn't start this journey. There's been hundreds of people who've been making, who've been putting their little matakahi everywhere, and we are just uh, a representation of all those efforts um, from the beginning to now. And, you know, we don't say we know everything and we are not the saviours. We are just the continuation of, this, of, the, of the movement that has been started a long time ago. You know, we have our 50th celebration of the petition this year um, and all the different, you know, I was listening to um, Professor Rawinia Higgins, who's the chair of Te Tauru all the different milestones of Te Karere, of uh, Matatini, of um, Whakata Māori, or well, they changed their name to Whakata Māori, um, the Pietihana, um, Te Tauru Whiri's 35. Their, their, te is not the saviour, Te Mātāwai is the maturity of the movement that's been growing for a long time, and and we are just here to do our bit and, and edge along. Um, uh, yeah, we exist on a continuum yeah. that's um, long preceded the birth yeah. of Te Mātāwai, and that's a really important message uh, to share. There's a Genesis story here, and um, so it would be amiss of us not to mention the Kohangareo movement, mm. Uh, ngā tamatoa, ngā kai whakapumau te reo Māori, the Māori Language Society. There are so many... Te atārangi. Um, there are so many uh, parts and roles that a lot of rōpū have played. And, yeah, we're one of them. Mm. Uh, yeah. And, and, and so um, what's the special place just for us? You know, there's iwi are doing their thing, uh, all the other groups you talked about. So so what's the special place just for Te Mātāwai, where, where we do something that nobody else can do? We talked this morning about what Te Mātāwai does, and you described us as an all-of-body workout. <laughs> Shout out to F45, my gym. That's probably my least favourite workout is when we do everything. And um, it's a good way to articulate the many things that we do. Um, As as we touched on earlier, we support kaupapareo. We charge the crown with being a good partner. Uh, We do research as well. Um, and then we do what we need to do to operate. <laughs> um, but what's the special place that Te Mātāwai holds? Mm. So I think if, for, just for me, you know, this is just for my little two cents, um, we especially hold a space to, to create a space for iwi and Māori voice when iwi and Māori aren't present. When iwi and Māori are present, we're, we're good. We get behind you. That's we don't. That's not our space. Te Reo Māori is all about community-based language, activities, use, normalities, um, behaviour. Our our special role is to hold that space on behalf of iwi and Māori, till iwi and Māori can fill the space. And because we have that authority in legislation, we 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 do that. Whereas 
other organisations have a have a different role in with iwi, in with education, in with um, government agencies, you know. But we have the authority to act on behalf of iwi and Māori legislatively, and we will only use that when iwi and Māori aren't there, because when iwi and Māori are there, they've got their own voice. That's mana motuhake. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of things we do, and we have a tuddy of 24 people. And um, when you people know us for investment, we have investment rounds, that's like almost 10 million a year. And then we do research, and to date we've probably done about 15 research projects. And, and then we work with our accountability, so they're reviewing the legislation. We have a, a management right of spectrum, like you've just said, we um, get pulled in to provide analysis of is that good or is that not? And then we have a team who just keeps us going. That's our, um, you know, if we talk about our body, Tamatawa as a body, that's our liver. That's what Marcel was calling our um, corporate team. Without them, we'd fall over, but nobody cares about it until yeah, someone's had a drink too much. and yeah. the essential <laughs> organ. Um, and so we, we are just a small group in Wellington, but... But our golden feature is we have eight paimotuhake. They are community-based practitioners, experts in te reo Māori, in revitalisation, who live within the communities, who know the communities. And we have more of podio of people who are based in the community to help our whānau, who need help with the application or need help with the project. And they are, they are our gold, and nobody else has has that in terms of whakarauorareo uh, Māori and they give us information so when the spaces when iwi and Māori can't be there, we can make sure we, re- we represent their voice and, and their views um, correctly. And that's, you know, 24 people, that's not very many people. You talked a little bit about our board members who represent Rohe or Kahui as, as written in the Māori Language Act and uh, Podil, who are our language navigators. We don't just run ahead thinking this is what they want yeah. and then call out saying clear um, when we think <laughs> it's all good <laughs> and, and ask them to come come down into a space that we think that, that iwi and Māori want to exist in. We do the best that we can to take them with us. So our board is comprised mm. of iwi leaders, Rohe leaders who represent Matatsua, Tainui, Te Aroa, Te Tai Hauaru, Te Tai Tonga, Te Waipaunamu, Te Tai Tokerau, me te hunga noho taone, waihuki konga Māori oroto i te ao pāpāho mā tauranga. No reira e harei te mea kwa whānakohia te mai kwa whaun. <laughs> um, we, we do our best to take Māori with us and they inform us and let us know whether what we're doing is right. <laughs> yep. um, and that's an important part. We have to constantly walk the floor yep. and check in with iwi and Māori because uh, we've talked a lot about mana motuhake. Mana motuhake, autonomy means a lot of things mm-hmm. to a lot of iwi and Māori. In essence, it's the same thing, but what that actually translates to me can be very different. Yep, yep. I will say it's 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 dynamic, um, and it's amazing. And talking about those iwi leaders that sit on our boards and that we um, 
work with hewi hau mako tātou, uh, whakāro nei, hewi mana nui. Mm. Nga ki te arawa te atera mana i atera uki mm. tau, um, kaupapa. Uh, no reira, he wai maria no, no māua ko whaia, no mātou o te mātāwai, um, te whaiwahi ki a koutou, um, ki a rātou, nga e kia nei ngā kaipupuri te Māori o te reo. Tēnā rā koutou katoa. We've talked a lot about what we do and why it's special and, mm-hmm. and all of that. How do we know it's working, Fire? So te Mātāwai as, as an entity, as a group of a, a office and pai motuhake, paurio, kaiafina, I think the people in the communities can probably experience little things every day and they might know themselves, oh, that's, you know, they stood up for the first time. It's the first time I've seen that, I've experienced this. Sometimes we don't get to receive that information, but I know our research and insights team is working hard to gather all the little gems that exist out there in the communities with the kaupapa that we support. Um, That's one way we can do it. Uh, Another way is how do we know we are making a difference when the Crown approaches us as a partner? When they release their grip? Yes. (laughs) You know, how do we know... Uh, what we're doing is working. Yeah, we we hear this often. I did karanga for the first time. Mm. I could understand for the very first time what was being said in a whaikōrero connection yeah. that um, that can't be understated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I know my whakapapa, but beyond that, I live into my whakapapa. Mm. He kāinga tōku. Yeah. Uh, kei te ora te kāinga. Harei te mea ko tērā kāinga, e harau i te tangata uh, tauhau ki taku kāinga, noho manene, ko tōku kāinga, kuau, kuau, ko tōku kāinga. So that sort of strength and connection with who they are is a big part of what we're about. So tuakiri, that I know who I am, I know my place in my world. You talked a little bit about intergenerational transmission and Rūmaki, so immersion domains. Oh, yeah. um, no te reo, restoring te reo Māori as a nurturing first language, but te reo Māori being the primary language of the home. Mm. The intergenerational transmission of knowledge and, you know, the well-being of, of whānau. All those sorts of things tell us that what we're doing is working, more specifically talking about our team, the strategic policy team. And I swear it's not as boring as it sounds. <laughs> like, we work on the coolest things. <laughs> um, Does sound boring. With the coolest people. Does sound boring. <laughs> Better crown decisions that are cognizant of the leading role that we rightfully have in Te Reo Māori. We have accountability um, requirements and so we report to our partner. And does that sound n- no more natural to anyone? <laughs> Reporting to your partner. Um, so these are the sorts of things that Fire and I, I work on um, in, in this space. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it is interesting, you know, even though Te Mātaua is specifically about whakarauorereo, the one of the key drivers to support that is the creation of a, 
systematic change. And what we get, we've had at least three or four inquiries from other organisations asking us to talk with us about our experience because we live in the space of partnership, but the machine is geared to a unilateral decision-making process. So other government organisations, I won't say who they are, have asked us, how how do you manage that space? And, and I know that we're, we exist in that space specifically for um, te reo Māori, but there are learnings for everybody because te mātawa is kind of at the front cutting away for, so what does partnership look like? You know, what does partnership look like in a kaupapa that is owned by iwi, but it's not a crown to iwi relationship necessarily? And so how do we know we're making a difference? This year, te mātawa is hosting the runangareo. In previous years, it's been hosted by ministers. And what's the Runangareo? And the Runangareo is the highest forum for Te Reo Māori um, in terms of strategic uh, governance and view, you know, what are we going to do for Te Reo Māori? And that's our minister, our board members, our co-chairs and our board members meet with uh, eight ministers and they represent the the possible um, resources and information that are useful for Te Reo Māori. So that's a Minister of Education, that's the Minister Broadcasting, that's the Minister Finance, that's the Minister for Māori Development. Um, I, I won't name them all off, but when our, our board members meet with ministers, that's the level of authority when you can give effect to partnership. And we're hosting <coughs> it this year. Yeah, and, oh my God! No. Yeah. <laughs> and and just to go back to that, we know that what we're doing and our team is working when our partner pays attention to us. Yeah. <laughs> Wants to know because this partner of ours yeah. can sometimes just rush off and drive off recklessly like um, some puhi from Fakatoya. <laughs> 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 and. Disinterested in what what their partner is up to, but but they're <laughs> but you know, um, but very passionate for Te Reo Māori. Yeah. So it's not a it's not a wanton um, dis, you know put us to the side because they don't care about Te Reo Māori. It's actually they do care, but they're not yet fully aware of the impact of their actions on the bigger picture and, yeah. and our community. And that's that's an important yeah. call out. Yeah. We have uh, our, our whānau exist in some of those spaces as yeah. well, doing their very best to yeah. drive language revitalisation. But to go back to the point made about iwi and Māori, they know what solutions are best for, for te reo Māori. So it's really key that, that our partner comes yeah. back yeah. to check in before yeah. they... Um, rush off, jump on the motorway. (laughs) So we know that what we're doing is working when they come and talk to us. And they say to us, what do you think? Um, We've we've got this fund. We we propose to do this with that particular fund. Te mātā wai, iwi and Māori, what do you think? And and the other good thing is if the partner realises it takes time for us to respond to that because there's no way... Uh, three people in the tuddy or even our board members who are over things or even our pie that we can actually have an answer to that straight away. We have a very, it takes time to ensure that the voice and the response we give to, what do you think about that, Tamatawe, is actually 
correct and actually presents the voice and reality of our iwi and our and our hapuri and our, our Māori out there in the communities. We can't just go on what I thought three years ago. That's not the reality, yeah. So it takes time. Wait, sometimes we can't tell you the answer. So we just have to hold a space until Aye. we get the answer. Wai hoki hewi pakupakunei tātou. He tari pakupakunei te mātāwai. And language doesn't sit in isolation of everything else that's happening in te ao Māori. And the the board members, the iwi leaders that we work with, we all know... they're, they're in demand mm. for for a lot of reasons. Yeah. And te reo Māori, it exists and it folds into the well-being of Māori. You know, kura, kaupapa, matariki. Yeah. Um, there's so many things going on um, and demands and pressures on us, uh, the minority group. Mena kai te whaiwhai te kaunga o te whakaro, um, me te reo o te Māori, uh, me te mana o roto iaia, you can't just, we can't yeah. turn that over um, in real time or even overnight at times. <laughs> <laughs> Although it does, we do try. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we always tired. I'm talking about that one o'clock email you sent me. <laughs> um, so, ai, tēnā koutou. I mean, via, uh, uh, we, we touched a little on the 50th anniversary of the Māori language petition mm-hmm. What's your message for our people? I don't know if I have a message, but I, I have a perspective of some of the, uh, uh, no, actually all of the events that we're supporting provide an opportunity to have a conversation. And it's not until you have a conversation that you can change the conversation. And you know, and, and so we need to keep having conversations and, and honest conversations, um, not conversations about how wonderful this could be, but we don't know the reality of we can never get to that unless we face some things. And um, so the, that continuum you referred to before, Marcel, that we are on that we're on that continuum and if we could all just realise what's the little thing I could do and if 800,000 Māori did that one little thing... You know, it's kind of like that moment that Te Tautafiti did last year or the year before, um, Te Reo Māori in a moment. We would say, <clears throat> what's that one thing you could do? And then how do you grow it to two? Because people before us have worked really hard, like really, really, I get emotional, really, really hard. And if we could all see that we can actually play our part and honour what they've done, it doesn't have to be a big thing to change a complete life by just a little thing every day. I tēnā fire, And I think um, I anticipate what we'll see is a cesspit of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> check my words out. A cesspit of emotion. Yeah. And uh, that's what te reo uh, Māori is and language revitalisation is, it's not all roses, mm. it's not all struggle. Um, we work through struggle, we work through language trauma, we see success, we see pride, sovereignty mm. um, in extreme forms sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and um, and laughter and happiness and well-being. And I think a lot of conversations that take place 
as we commemorate such a huge milestone in the life, the loss of our language and and the struggle and plight of our people, we'll see those conversations take many or maybe all of those forms. Mm. And I think um, anything that drives us closer towards absolute health and vitality of our language is important. But I think it's also going to be a really uh, uh, a time of reflection. Yeah. We talked about Ngā Kaifakapumau, uh, Ngā Tamatua, the Māori Language Society, Te Atārangi, Hahiringatū, um, all the kaupapa happening, the kingitanga, mm. um, those all form part of our Genesis story and will form part of the Genesis story yes. of some other language revitaliser in 50 years' time. <laughs> and I'll we'll be doing these podcasts and I'll be great. I'm already no. great. <laughs> You'll be like and me. I'll be saying, <laughs> I hope I'm still alive. <laughs> I'll be saying, English breakfast, or hopefully by then it'll be Māori breakfast. <laughs> so I don't know, but um, I think it's, uh, they're, they're so key to what we do and uh, the point that we've got into, it would be amiss of us not to to talk about or reflect or um, draw breath from them. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm always really excited about that. Um, that's what's excited about, uh, exciting about working with Te Mātāwai mm -hmm. as I've sat across from my idols many, many mm -hmm. times. I work with my I work with you. And, nah, um, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. <laughs> and Performance reduced finish. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's actually next month. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think for, for me, my, um, my call to, to everyone listening would be to think about just to really sit down and allow yourself uh, the time to mm. think about what the Māori language petition has done. Mm. It was a tipping point. Mm. Um, and mai kore ake kutaua pitihana mm. tēnā pia ka, ka kore tau e noho pēnei yeah. um, So, yeah. yeah. Yep. I just want to, sorry. I, Go ahead. You know, you're stimulating me because um, we've triggered me. I don't know what <laughs> the word is. You. Yeah, that um, <laughs> reflect... But one part of Te Mātāwai's kind of strategic um, approach is um, kōkiritanga, kōkiritanga reo. And, you know, there's a, I don't know who the saying belongs to, but if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with others. And so if you find your time having to reflect, but always f find a group of friends that you can talk to this about in te reo Māori, with te reo Māori, uh, half in and English. half in English, it doesn't matter. It's the it's the raising of your awareness of yourself in the space and having a group of people who are, who are in the same space of you, if you can go together, you will go far. It's really hard on your own. I just want to say that. And, you know, it's, it's not about your own. It's about your whānau and it's about intergenerational transmission. That's not a on my own journey at all. Yeah. Katira tinata tau, uh, tehunga fakarungo, uh, 
kwa kaingi a uh, wenai wenai kōrero a uh, uh, o maua kupaiaria. Uh, just a big thank you to those of you who've been listening in uh, to our to our popo. Um, <laughs> I truly hope you got value out of something <laughs> we talked about this morning. Tēnā uh, koutou. I've enjoyed this and, um, yeah, if, if there's one thing you can take away, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, my final message would be kia ukai pua no te reo. Um, <laughs> uh, um, but seriously, though, uh, thriving language is a living language and we live in our homes and... A language that is alive in our homes is, is yeah, a thriving language. So I just encourage everyone to consider that and um, and, and take it home and, and share it with your whānau. <laughs> so tēnā rā tātou katoa, o ia o ia hanepi anau i te whakatautanga e kore te reo o tūau ki uki yeto ki atu ki tau koroi. Mai ranga si a te angitū o te reo. Kia hoki mai te mana motu hake, kia kōrihi ngā manu o te wā, he piki tūranga a nga tātou katoa, te nā koutou, te nā koutou, te nā rā tātou katoa. Te mā rā tātou katoa.